You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. McFarland, McFarland Energy, thanks once again for sponsoring the Bradfoe Show. It's going to be a great week. Uh, great week, I know that, because we have some huge interviews planned. Uh, we're coming off a great week. We're heading into uh, a mo- another momentous month. So all of that aside, the here and the now, I just wanted to give you a quick Bradfoe show on the go because the mood struck me. Um, and really what it was was an interview that we did with Tommy Pham immediately after the game. So I got the opportunity once again to be alongside Joe Castiglione in the broadcast booth for Sunday's game, Red Sox versus Royals. Always an honor, always a pleasure. Um, I don't know what I'm doing there, but I have a good time doing it, and I like talking about the great game of baseball. And by the way, what a day it was. Beautiful day. A little long of a game, but that's okay. Beautiful day. We soaked it all in. So they had 20 hits. Um, it was, as we said on the broadcast, it was sort of one of these games where like, there was so much heaviness going on with the Ploiecki stuff. They get beat by the Royals in, in, in terrible fashion the day before. So all of that. So you come out, you have 20 hits, you feel good. Um, and really, like one of the guys to me that stood out was Tommy Pham. So I know that other guys had a lot of hits. Rafael Devers, a lot of hits, four. All right? Reese McGuire, I'll get to him in a second. He had a lot of hits. But Tommy Pham, watching this guy play, I like the way he plays. And you know what else I like about him? I like his attitude. I like his demeanor. And I love his quotes. I love it. He just is one of these guys who they need. Like, he is in, he is secure in himself, it seems. Um, certainly, you know, maybe he doesn't get along with everyone, as we know from... Uh, early in the year with the Jock Peterson stuff, but isn't afraid, isn't shying away from anything, including, by the way, the thing that everyone's like, oh my goodness, fantasy football, don't talk about fantasy football, because that's what he got in a fight with Jock Peterson about. He loves, I've never seen anyone talk more about fantasy football than Tommy Pham, but I, before I go on about Pham and why I like Pham, I want to play for you, this is the post-game interview that Joe and I did with Fam immediately after the uh, the aforementioned Red Sox win. Now back here at Fenway, we're joined by Tommy Fam, who was uh, three for four, scored twice, drove in three, and started the hit parade in the first batter in the first inning. Uh, Tommy, a fun day for the hitters, huh? Yeah, we uh, it's it's always great um, when everybody in the lineup's clicking like that. You know, you just want to join the hit parade. Tommy, I think you like to hit the ball hard because every single time it seems like you hit the ball hard. Certainly today, you you know, I think you had three over 100 miles an hour. Do you feel like since you've come to the Red Sox that you've found this groove, that you've found a comfort level with this team in this lineup at the top of the lineup? Oh, definitely. Um, uh, definitely there's more comfort for me hitting uh, leadoff compared to third. And, um, you know, I fit in great, great with this group, man. A lot of these guys... Um, I've, I've said it before, I'm friends with, you know, we have great relationships uh, on and off the field. And um, I, I, it was just, it was, they, when I got here, you know, I was welcomed with open arms. And, you know, I really appreciate that. And you look like you've learned to play the wall very well, especially those caroms. And, of course, you lead the league in assists. Yeah, it uh, takes a lot of practice and uh, familiarity getting, getting used to that wall. But, um, you know, I'm glad that a lot of guys hit it off the wall in, in batting practice to give me the reps. 
You know, Tommy, before the game, Alex Cora was praising you in, in multiple ways. Your preparation, uh, your, your intensity, and also he declared that you are the best fantasy football player on the, in the entire team. That's what he told the media. <laughs> so, oh, definitely, without a doubt. I mean, he, went into, he went into great detail. He was yeah. like, listen, this guy has five leagues. He knows all the players. And I know that Jamai, you had the interview a week ago with Jamai, said, I'm going to go run to check my team too so i i don't doubt that at all i think alex was on to something <laughs> yeah i just i wish uh my friends listened to me in in one of my other leagues you know because um i was right about some decisions that i wanted wanted to do before uh setting the lineup and you know now they're going to listen to me a little bit more so. well please tell me you had two on one of your teams no nah, no i didn't oh <laughs> no nah, no nah, i i actually have uh josh allen in two of my uh four leagues so i'm doing good well listen like i said when the manager says you're the best at something no matter what it is that's a high compliment so congratulations uh, yeah basically everybody here is playing for second place so. <laughs> <laughs> all right tommy well thanks so much for joining us congratulations on a great day and uh, a great stint so far with the red sox thank you thanks time all right so how can you not like that everyone's playing for second it's larry bird and if you guys don't know what i'm talking about Go back and YouTube it, Google it, whatever. Larry Bird, everyone's playing for second. It was a, I think it was a three-point shooting contest at the All-Star game. He coined the phrase. It is one of the best, you know, forget about Ricky Bobby. You know, if you're not first, you're last. Tommy Pham, he siphoned his inner Larry Bird, and he did it while talking trash about fantasy football. I love that. I like that. And by the way, like the fact is, is that not only you get quotes like that, you get that attitude, you hear him, you hear how, you know, intentional he is. And Alex Cora, as we mentioned in the, in that interview, he said before the game, he's the best fantasy football player on the team. He has all this insight, so forth and so on. But also the way he approaches it, he's an intense guy, man. Like he, he wants to play every day. He prepares. Um, and again, I think. He's the type of guy, he's a winning player. I mean, that's that's the vibe that I get. I know that he came from Cincinnati. They didn't win. He's on the Red Sox since he came over. They haven't won a bunch either. But still, I, I will look at this guy and I say, this is guy is a winning player. In terms of what he's done with the Red Sox, his numbers aren't going to jump out at you. He's hitting 261, 723 OPS, five home runs. But you look at hard hit balls. The guy only hits the ball hard. 94 percentile in hard hit balls. In this game, three times, as I said, over 100 miles an hour. It seems like he hits the ball hard a lot. I don't know if you know this. I like when guys hit the ball hard. So for what they gave up, along with the guy Broadway that they got, the minor leaguer, he's doing really well. Portland for for the Red Sox. We'll see. You know, I'm not going to go down that road because if we went down that road, I could be looking at, hey, let's have a conversation about Emmanuel Valdez and Worcester and how he has, what what does he have? He already has seven home runs in his 36 games with Worcester. That's great. I mean, maybe, maybe. But I'm talking about the here and now, what we see guys produce in major league levels. And Tommy Pham, I think that Bloom gets a pat on the back for this one. Jake Diekman, fought, you know, the White Sox desperately needed a lefty reliever. They took advantage of it. He took advantage of what they need. We can have a different conversation about the Red Sox not getting back a reliever at the deadline and how that hurt them initially coming out of the gate in, at, on August 3rd. That's a different conversation. But in terms of what they gave up to what they got, 
I think Tommy Pham and Broadway, they are two pretty good pieces. And I like the fact that they got it, even if he walks or he's because he's a free agent, I like the fact that they got a sense of what this guy is. To me, sometimes that's important. That you get a couple months of a guy who you feel like you get to know a little bit better, and maybe, and I know Heim Bloom knew him before, but still get to know how he produces and how he functions in Boston. That's something. By the way, Diegman, bizarrely, he's been okay for the White Sox, but bizarrely not good against lefty hitters. So I, I don't know. It's not really part of the conversation, but I just want to seem really, really smart there. And the other guy, I mean, again, let's give Bloom some credit here. He's on the Brad Foe show coming up. And I'm sure he's going to have to answer a lot of tough questions. But, you know, one of the things is, like, we can have the argument about Christian Vasquez, who, you know, he's... he. It's weird with Christian Vasquez with Houston because he only has, in games that he started, he's only started 18 games. He has a 561 OPS in those games that he started. But, 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 the record is 13-5 and five when he started those games. I look at that. That has to be factored in how he's handling the pitching staff. I don't know if Houston's saying, oh, well, you know what? We, we definitely got the guy that we wanted. I don't know. But... And I do know that maybe, maybe, maybe that first week after the trade deadline would have been different. Is it different for the Red Sox if they didn't trade him? Was it worth getting these two guys, these two minor leaguers back? We're going to have to find out. Again, another conversation. But I want to look at the here and the now. I like Tommy Pham. I like what he delivers. And I also like Reese McGuire. So far, so good. You know, we're separating ourselves from the, from the Kevin Ploiecki conversation. That's not what we're talking about. They identified Reese McGuire, and they said, you know, this guy is a guy who we think can take off. We think can be a a legitimate Major League player and be part of a catching solution. Well, what he's done so far, certainly it feels that way. I mean, more so. I mean, more so than you would ever think. In 26 games so far with the Red Sox, he has a 394 batting average, and a 950 OPS. He's not going to hit the ball out of the park a ton. He only has one home run. But he gets hits. He gets on base. And he seems to be able to manage a game. He seems to be able to throw guys out. He seems to be a viable solution. A viable guy going into next year. He's under contract forever. I think so it's like 2050 or something. But he is a guy that you got back and you and you may have gotten a guy that actually is going to be part of the solution, not part of the problem, in an area where you were you had some uncertainty because Vasquez could walk. So good for them for getting Reese McGuire. Good for them for getting Tommy Pham. If nothing else, if nothing else, we have the Tommy Pham quote. What was it again? Yeah, basically everybody here is playing for second. Okay, thank you, Tommy. You're not first, you're last. Everyone's playing second. There you go. All right, Brad Foe Show on the go. Subscribe, follow, listen. You know the works. Big things coming.